Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. Into the sermon. Are you ready? Yes. Elephant faith. I thought, what can you take with you into a new year, 2020? But a good portion of elephant faith. You say, what do you mean by that? Is this really biblical? Some of you are going immediately. Is this biblical? Well, we're going to be in the in the epistle to the Romans. If you want to know where we're taking the scriptures from. So we will be studying Paul's uh, letter to the Romans. And we're going to talk about elephant faith because an elephant is quite big. And we want something big to land in your life for 2020. Is there someone in here that needs a big faith? A big portion of faith. So we're going to read together from Romans chapter 3 and verse 25 to 28. And we read like this. Paul says, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement. Through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. And he did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time. Uh, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Well, did you hear that? Who is being justified? Those that have faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. Because of what law? The law that requires works? No. Because of the law that requires faith. For we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Amen. Are you all with me? Okay. So I, I want to lay a good foundation here right now. When we talk about faith, we talk about the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. Uh, I've preached the gospel for 29 years. And I can tell you this, that if you want to work up something in your life that has to do with you and how good you are, you're going to fail. All right, I'm just telling you. And uh, no matter how disciplined you are as a young man, even if you live like a military or you are a young girl and you think you are a superhero of some kind, I'm telling you this, you will fail. In us as human beings, we fail in ourselves. That's why God sent us a savior. That's why God prepared Jesus Christ for us. And he came with atonement. He sacrificed his son and he gave us a way to redeem ourselves. Isn't that wonderful? We can redeem ourselves and be restored as human beings by believing in Jesus Christ. So God sent his son, Jesus Christ. And when we believe in him, we have now access. And we're going to read that into grace. So it's not by our own works. It is faith in Jesus Christ. And what we believe in is the finished work of Jesus Christ. Can some of you say amen? Huh? It is something that has been done. You cannot add anything to it. You cannot take anything from it. It's been done. Jesus said, John's Gospel chapter 19 verse 30, it is finished. It's done. 
So he died for us and then he rose again. It's beautiful. That, it, it's amazing. First Peter tells us he went down into the depths of hell and proclaimed his victory. Then he went in with his own blood to the heavenly tabernacle and brought, you know, atonement for our sins. It's beautiful. And then he declares those righteous that believes in him. That's salvation. Salvation comes by faith and grace. And this is amazing. And um, my first point today in elephant faith is this one. You are always more than good enough when you have faith in Jesus. Someone happy for that? I don't know if you've heard about, um, about the little baby elephant that they put a chain around his foot. And then he doesn't matter how much he jerks with that chain and tries to get away from the pole he's chained to, he cannot. And he learns very early that he just hurts himself by trying to get away from the chain. So he learns that and after, after a while he stops trying. And, and the story goes that when the elephant is an adult and big, you can just have a little thread around his ankle. And, 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 and as soon as he just feels a little bit of resistance... He's not going to jerk and try to get away anymore because he has, he has learned from, in, from when he was a baby that I will get hurt if I try to. And I always say it's a little bit like that when we come to faith in Jesus Christ. We, we've been learned through our lives that there are limitations. Uh, we have been uh, chained by condemnation. We have been chained by sin, chained by different things. And then this amazing faith lands in our hearts that we are free. That we have been declared righteous, not because of our works, but because of what Jesus Christ has done. I don't know if you get this, but you cannot be more holy than you are right now. If you receive Jesus Christ, you've been declared holy. Can I not work on my salvation? Yes, you can work on your salvation, but that has to do with you trying to discipline yourself in different matters of life. But listen, when it comes to righteousness, what God has done is enough. You cannot put anything to that. So this is the amazing thing. So, so sometimes I feel people a little bit like that elephant. But the only thing you have around your leg is a cotton thread. It's a little thread. And you can rip it off so easy. But you are still chained to these things. You have elephant faith in your life. Are you hearing me? When it comes to knowing your righteousness and your rights. Uh, what are you talking about? Well, get out of that bad religion that changed you once. Get out of all that condemnation always feeling not good enough. There are people walking around an entire Christian life. Wondering, I don't know, I don't know if I fast enough or pray enough or if I've confessed all of my sins or maybe there's a hidden sin in my life or maybe God is not really for me and the devils are all so mean and big and against me. Are you listening to me today? You are more than good enough. You are good enough. You're more than good enough. You've been declared righteous. And today I want to set you free from the chain. Today the lions are coming out of the cage. Are you hearing me? Eagles are flying free. Today the elephants are ripping off whatever is holding them. Because you have something in your life that I like to call elephant faith you got something in your life that has so much more muscles than you have 
and what you can't get free from your faith in Jesus Christ will set you free from and what you can't get out of that elephant muscle will rip out are you hearing me we'll just crush and bust and this is my first point to you today are you hearing me you are more than good enough if you know how much God loved you you're more than good enough we're going to read in Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 where it says therefore since we have faith look, look at this therefore since we have faith we have been justified through faith and we have peace with God did you hear that you can have peace with God. You don't have to be like the Muslims when you ask them, do you know if you're going to heaven or not? You know what they answer you? Inshallah. Only God knows. I don't know if I will pass the judgment. But listen, you are not a Muslim. You are a believer in Jesus Christ. So when we ask you, are you going to heaven? You're saying, yes, I'm going home to daddy. You're not a Hindu. That needs to sacrifice to 33 million different gods. Are you hearing me? To try to get right. No, you have received something that we call the gift of righteousness through your faith in Jesus Christ. An abundance of grace. You have accessed into grace. Isn't that amazing? Stop living a condemned life. Stop living defeated all the time. You know, your fight is about your faith. Your faith in the finished work of Jesus. Your faith in the grace that he has prepared. And your revelation about that faith and that freedom. Are you hearing me? That's the fight. Remain in that elephant faith. Are you hearing me? So that you can rip off the chains of bondage. All right. I'm getting so excited here. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Who is our covenant maker? Jesus is, right? And we have a blood covenant with God through Jesus Christ. And he, 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 here we go. Through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. So by faith you have come into grace land and you are standing in grace and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Isn't this amazing? Huh? So I really want to declare this to you today. You are no longer a little elephant baby. Are you hearing me? I, I, I bought a dog once. I, I can't help but, but tell you. I, I bought a dog once and we called him Tyson. Tyson, yeah. After the boxer, of course. the bo You know, Tyson. And, and um he was a German shepherd and we could see he had kind of bare, bare paws, you know. So I, I suspected it was going to be a big dog. But I had no idea that it was going to be that big. Little Tyson, like I called him. Little Tyson, you know. He, he didn't remain little Tyson. He became a big freaking, are you here, beast of a dog. Okay. Oh my goodness. 70 pounds. Uh, over 30 kilos and he was laying in between me and Maria that's when Maria said enough you know the dog was just big and the dog grew his neck all the time and I mean we had all the church members coming over at first but then after we had had the dog for a little while they all stopped coming hallelujah it was awesome actually um, but you, no, I'm just kidding with you. I'm just kidding. That's why you need a pastor like Christopher and, and Walter and, and these others, you know. <sighs> because they love when you come 2 o'clock in the morning. But, um, so anyhow, anyhow. But, but Tyson, I mean, he scared everyone. And his, his neck just grew and grew. 
I don't know how many times we were out in the park somewhere and he just snapped out of his color. You know, he just, he just got a, he just bursted it and took off after a poor teenager on a bicycle. <laughs> this happened, I don't know how many times. But Tyson, he ripped off every chain that you tried to put on his neck because his neck just grew and grew and grew. And when you are in church, listen up now, and you listen to Bible studies and preachings about your rights in Christ and your righteousness in Christ, your neck grows all the time. And it doesn't matter what color the devil tries to put on you, you will rip it off. You're coming out of it. You will run like Tyson. Romans 8 verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit, huh, who gives life, has set you free from the law of sin and death. All right. Point number two, elephant faith. You are in the majority. You are always in majority when you have elephant faith. How many of you have heard the African story about the African and the ant that was best of friends? The ant was riding the, the, the elephant's ear. And sometimes they went over a big bridge. One, of the, one time they went over this hanging bridge. And he was swinging and squeaking and almost falling apart. And when they came over on the other side and that bridge was still swinging behind them. The ant was whispering to the elephant. Man, did we make that bridge swing? Wow, did we shake that bridge or what? Wow! That's a little bit how I am when I'm preaching the gospel in an African city or an Asian city or somewhere. Everyone is at their feet and blind are seeing, deaf are healed and politicians come to the service. And, and then I turn to God and I said, man, did we make that city shake? And God is looking at me like the elephant is looking at the ant just giving me the eye you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we make that city shake but we all know the truth it's easy to be cocky when you're riding an elephant isn't it it's easy to be big and think you are something when you're riding an elephant and listen you are kind of a riding an elephant you are you have a faith in your life that can make cities shake. Governments listen. Are you hearing me? Sicknesses go. Depressions lift like black ravens. Are you here? You got faith in your life that has so much authority and so much weight. Everything can shake. Are you hearing me? Because you're riding an elephant. You are the ant. You're riding the elephant. And I'd like to really put this in your life today you should go into 2020 with elephant faith isn't it doesn't matter you're always in majority at your work you may look like a cute little girl you know coming in but you're coming in on an elephant you know what i'm saying oh you might look so timid and so polite and so nice oh a christian girl has started to work here <laughs> but they have no idea what you're carrying, what you bring. Are you here? You're coming with God. God starts to work where you start to work. huh? Where you move in in your neighborhood. It's not just you moving in. God is moving in with you. Your faith in God, in Jesus Christ, is an elephant faith. Are you hearing me? 
Hmm. All right, okay, I know, I know. But I'm kind of a Pentecostal preacher, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to hold back for Sweden's culture's sake and stuff, but it's very hard. I'm coming out of the chain here, you know. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, 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 all right, okay, okay. Just turn to your neighbor, tell your neighbor he's a Pentecostal. He's a, he's a, excuse him, he's, he's he, yeah. This is a, tell your neighbor this is your second gear. Tell your neighbor this is your second gear. Yeah, he probably will only drive on three or four. It's Sweden. It's Stockholm. After all, it's Stockholm. Why are you making fun of us? <sighs> Why am I making fun of you? Because I've been out of the country again, and I get depressed just by riding the subway here in Stockholm. What's the matter? Huh? Fun Nigerians become boring Swedes after two weeks. Stop falling for it. Are you hearing me? Stop going under that demon. Shout and be happy. Yeah, is it a demon? Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. The rest of the world greets one another on the bus stop and talks to one another and says, Happy New Year. Good to see you. They say sorry when they bump into you. The rest of the world does. Yes, come on, clap, somebody, clap. Yeah. Don't go in under it. Don't go in. Uh, feed them Swiss chocolate. Make them happy. That's why you came. Are you hearing me? That's why you came. They always asked my dad when he was an old man, when he was complaining about Sweden. So what are you doing here? He said, I'm here to develop the country. <laughs> I'm here to develop. And the international church has come to Stockholm to develop Stockholm. What do you mean by that? Listen up now. You have a faith that you should not hide. You have a faith that is fantastic. And Stockholm and Sweden and North Europe needs to hear about our elephant. All right? We have an elephant that can change everything. All right. Just look at me. Just yeah, cr cross yourself. We'll, we'll move on. Move on. All right. Sometimes it feels like, like we are that puppy chasing its tail. We got everything. Have you seen a puppy chase his tail? And then he bites into the tail and he gets so mad. And then he chases it even, even harder. Have, have you seen it? And then he bites into it again. Why, 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 why am I? Why does it hurt? And then he chases after that tail again. But that's a little bit how we are sometimes as Christians. We pray for stuff that God has already given us. Isn't it? And we work ourselves into a circle of frustration when we have already received all these beautiful things in Jesus Christ. Isn't it? You are in the majority. And we're going to read from Romans chapter 8, verse 31 to 35. What then shall I say in response to these things, Paul says? Well, if God is for us, who can be against us? He did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Well, it is God who justifies. Who then is the one to condemn? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Trouble? Hardship? Persecution? Famine? Nakedness? Danger? Sword? Demons? Angels? Shall I continue? Nothing can separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. Nothing can separate you from the, gro uh, 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 from the grace that has been... 
feel like I, I want to dance, throw the mic in the air, come out of my shoes, you know, and just dance. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 I need to, need to collect my thoughts here. Listen, you have been given all this. It's been given to you by Jesus Christ. Your faith gives you access to all the promises of God. Your faith gives you access to a completely different life. You know, my non-Christian relatives, they were mocking me, I'm telling you, for many years. But they aren't mocking me anymore. Because they see that their lives that they thought was so freaking awesome and so free has led to nothing. And the life I live has led to amazing freedom, not only for me and my family, but for everyone I preach to. Are you hearing me? I, I didn't get a religion. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't get a religion. I got heaven. I got everything. I got a package that was so amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah, in majority, always in majority. I am the spoiled billionaire's son. You've heard me preach about that, some of you. I'm the spoiled billionaire's son. Just inherited it. Can't help it. Can't help what I have received. You know, if you tell a billionaire son, you know, you little brat, you spoiled you. Well, it belongs to him anyhow. <laughs> you are the only one that is having a problem. Because you're jealous and all that, you know. Belongs to him. So you can, you can call me all the names on the heaven. But I've received everything with Christ Jesus. I'm the spoiled billionaire's kid. I have received it. This is for free. It belongs to me. I can't help it. I'm blessed. I can't help it. I'm favored. And you know, when I do mistakes, my dad loves me more. There's no, no son that is loved less when he does mistakes by a real dad or a real mom. He's loved more. Are you hearing me? And you know, God is a better dad than I have ever been or any dad here on earth has ever been. Are you hearing me? So you can't fall out of that. The only thing that can make you fall out of it is when you start to believe in yourself. That is when you replace grace with your own efforts. That is when you start to believe in you and you and you and your discipline and your magnificence. That's when you're falling out of the grace. Stay within what he has done. Stay with him. Stay with elephant faith. It belongs to you. You are in majority. He is with you. Listen, can I speak this to you? I've preached 29 years and, and I feel like, you know, there's been too much harsh gospel over the years. Too much Pentecostal crap given to people. Are you hearing me? If you do this and this, you may enter into the super duper power and super duper anointing. Listen, no, no, no. By grace, you received it all because of what he has done. It is his name that shakes the demons, not your name. Are you hearing me? It is his power that restores a person, not your discipline. Are you hearing me? It is him. And when you are in him, there is no condemnation. Number three, your faith is too big to hide. Yeah, absolutely. There's the story about all the animals on the savannah playing hide and seek. 
And the elephant tried to be part of it. <laughs> and he tried to hide behind a rock and a tree. But he was always spotted. And now you say, where are you going with this? Well, you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> Jonah tried. Read the book of Jonah. He tried. It didn't go well. You have something in your life that you can try to downplay. Are you hearing me? But it's coming out anyhow. I don't know if this is good news for you because some of you are really trying the best to be secret agents of faith where you work. I know. Trying and then Dogla shows up and says, Hallelujah! And then you're kind of blown, you know, you're, you're kind, of, kind of exposed, you know. Christopher comes in and says, Praise God! It's hard, I know, I know. So you don't really want us around that game, you know, those circles. Can I, can I make fun a little bit here? Hey, I do it too. Me too. When I preached for six weeks around the clock and I'm so tired and I'm entering an airplane and I scoot down in that seat and I just want to see Leonardo DiCaprio's new movie. That's how spiritual I am. And I just want to see this and that, you know, and I put my, my new headset on that my wife gave me for Christmas. Are you here? Oh my, it shuts everything out. And then I see a neighbor sitting next to me shouting and waving at me. And I'm feeling, I'm going to ignore you. But then when he takes my hand and shakes me, it's, it's over, you know. So I got to take it down. And he wants to talk and chat while we're eating. And, and he's asking me, are you getting it? So what do you do? And I don't want to tell him that I'm a preacher and a pastor because then I don't have to bury his mama, you know, and wed his daughter and, and pray for his cat. And, you know, I don't want to tell him that. So, so I tried to downplay it. Well, um, I work for an organization called SOS. Oh, the Children's Village. No, another branch. Can you hear me sliding off base here into La La Land, you know? And then they like keep on asking me questions and I don't really want to answer. So I bounce around. Sometimes we drill wells. We have dental clinics and we have eye clinics and we have this and that. And it's, So you're kind of a missionary. Well, yeah, you can call it that. And, I, and I, how many of you know I'm in danger? Because, you know... I don't want to say, I cast out demons, heal the sick, get people filled with the Holy Spirit in the name. You know. Because then we, I'm not going to see Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. Because then they want to hear all about the demon outcasting and the healing and all of this. And they're going to ask me questions with critique. And we are into it. How many of you get it? Have you tried to downplay it at times or am I the only one? Have you tried sometimes? I've tried. And when I've tried to downplay it, it never works. Because the elephant in my life is too big. The elephant in the room is too big. I will remember once in Addis Ababa. We had all gotten stranded in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. And, you know, the, the flights were not lifting and there was some strike or something going on. And we all received these little vouchers for a restaurant and, you know, a, a place to stay at a hotel. So we were a whole group of people ending up at a restaurant table. And, um, and I was thinking, I'm so tired. Let me just be one among them. Tonight I will 
talk about poker rules and soccer and you know and I'm, I'm just this is how I'm going into it and uh, so they asked me what I do and I answer kind of the lame way I've just told you and um, we come into the conversation and the evening goes on and you know all of a sudden they they start to talk about a sensitive subject and then I just hear myself quote Paul uh, and then I, you know, I'm not saying it was Paul, but I'm still quoting Paul. And then I quote Peter, and all of a sudden I'm quoting James and Jesus and, you know, every prophet in the Old Testament. And Because what you have in your heart will come out through your mouth, and what I have and what I am. So after a few hours, there was a lady from Ghana, a business lady from Ghana, that pulled down her glasses like a school teacher and looked at me and said, so when will you come clean, man of God? I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, we all know you are a preacher. <laughs> really? Yeah. When are you going to tell us who you really are? I mean, she was not nice. She was just blowing my disguise. You know what I'm saying? Just did it the West African way. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And... Um, I just said, okay, I'm guilty. I cast out demons. I pray for the sick. I get people filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And now the show was mine. We were not talking about business ideas and soccer and poker rules. It was Jesus and Jesus and signs and wonders. And I ended up having to promise that I was going to wed someone's daughter and bury someone's mother and pray for someone's cat. Do you know what I'm saying? Are you hearing me? Because you can't downplay elephant faith. You received something that is too big for you to hide. You received something in your life that will turn your life extravagant. Even if you try not to. God in your life is too big my friend. The faith you have in Jesus Christ puts you on the top doesn't matter what you do or who you are in what field you are God in your life will come out he's the elephant and he can't hide Romans chapter 15 verse 13 says may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope and this is what happens you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, there's so much in you, it comes out. It will run over. It will come out of you. Because you have this peace. And you have this trust in Him. Romans chapter 16 and verse 20 says, The God of peace that you have will soon crush Satan under your feet. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ will be with you. Isn't this beautiful? You have received elephant faith. Are you receiving the three points? Number one, what was it? You're always more than good enough. Number two, you're always in the majority. Number three, your faith is too big to hide. So this is Romans. This is our faith. This is the faith we have. And I'd like to start off 2020 by just bombarding you with this message. Are you hearing me? This message will shoot you into 2020. You are walking into 2020 with elephant faith. Huh? Sometimes you say, yeah, but it just takes a mustard seed. Well, that mustard seed, my friend, will throw mountains into the sea and uproot trees. So you got to read the whole sentence, okay? 
All right? So the little you have is still so much bigger than what the world has. And what you carry is fantastic and amazing. You are a blessing to your world. That's why we need you in politics. We need you in business. We need you in education. Are you hearing me? We need you everywhere. You just not need it in churches. We need you everywhere. Huh? That's what I told my other member who I visited in prison. We need you in here. Even if you're here for the wrong reasons, we need you in here. I told him that the first time I was there and he has already led a friend to the Lord. Hallelujah. And he's going to lead more to the Lord. Hallelujah. It's too big. It's too big. It's too big. By the way, when I was there visiting them, they said to me, Oh, priest, you cannot really have a gathering or preach. Because I asked. Did you? I always ask. And um, no, you cannot really have a gathering or preach or so. Uh, but uh, we will let you into the block without any guard. You can go in there, the boys in that block there. And I went in and I introduced myself to them. And then I told them that me and my friend here, we were going to read the Bible and worship Jesus. And we were going to do it in the kitchen. Why not in his room? Because the kitchen was allowed. It's my choice. Kitchen was allowed. So we did it in the kitchen. What do you think happened? Uh-huh. It's like a magnet, my friends. The faith is too big. All of a sudden, the Muslims were standing in the doorway. All of a sudden, every Latino heard, oh, there was something hallelujah going on. They came from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, everyone was there. Why? Because the elephant was in the block. The elephant was in prison. Not Johannes Amritzer, but the Jesus that he carries. Something that is bigger than you and me. The Jesus that he carries. Stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. This is an awesome, awesome beginning of a new year. And I want to pray for all of you today. Bless you and shoot you off into 2020 with elephant faith. Is that good? All right. So when the worship team comes up here... We're going to make some invitations. You have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.